The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Right, we uh, do have a guest coming up, but want to uh, get to these phone calls. We've been talking just about, I guess, really run-ins with the the Oilers of the of the nineties, the, 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 the late eighties, right? Yep. And people are sharing their stories. Ross, we'll get to your phone call. We'll get to your interview in just a second. Ron, hi. What's on your mind? Hi, it's just uh, another story about yeah. Wayne Gretzky. Uh, actually, I've never uh, told it before this time, but I thought here's an opportunity. Perfect. And uh, Wayne. Uh, was traded to Los Angeles, as we all know, uh, and uh, a very sad time for us. I used to wait, uh, God, for hours on end to get the sticks from the Oilers and to get uh, a signature on them for my son and my daughter. My son was eight, my daughter was ten at the time. And I thought, oh, my God, it was cold out <laughs> many a time. And then I thought, well, it's worth it. So I, he gave me a stick, handed it over the boards to me, and he had signed it. And I thought, well, that's just tremendous. So I took it home to the kids and said, you're very fortunate you've got a, a stick of Wayne Gretzky's with a signature on it. Then he got traded to Los Angeles. And then they came back to play the Oilers. And uh, I waited for hours on end because I thought he's got to show up at some time. Uh, and, and he did. And I said, Wayne, would you mind? signing this stick for my son and daughter and uh grant and kim and he says um i'm sorry he said that's an order stick and he says you know it's part of my contract mm. i simply cannot do it he said i could get myself in trouble and with the league and all sorts of stuff and i said wayne my son is eight years old and he idolizes you can you make an exception possibly and he looked for a minute stood there said hand me the stick well wow. so he signed the stick even though he was with another team at the time was against his contract to do it and he did it because it was an eight-year-old boy mm-hmm. and a 10-year-old girl wow that's my story that's a great story yeah. ron thank you for sharing oh you're welcome have a great day thank you okay and jim you have a short story about gretzky as well Yes, I named my son Chico after who I thought was the second best goaltender ever in the NHL. <laughs> and uh, one time they were, uh, I think they were with the Islanders and they were playing the Oilers and I took my son Chico to the game. Guess who scores the winning goal? Gretzky. Mm-hmm. 16,000 rabid Ed and Oiler fans. And my son, I think he's about four years old, Darn Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> he's now he's now a very loyal Oiler fan and promoting the Oilers wherever he goes down in Oklahoma yeah. and Kansas and everything else like that. That's my story. Jim, thanks for sharing. Have a great long weekend. You too. All right, take it easy now. It is 2.37. We started the show saying it's a feel-good Friday mm-hmm. kind of day, and you've started it off uh, perfectly, Chedville. We're going to continue it right now. Right. Uh, we mentioned this off the top of the show, a car dealership in St. Albert being recognized for having the best bathroom <laughs> in the country. The St. Albert Honda dealership was crowned the 2018 winner of the Cintas, Canada's best restroom contest. Owner Ross Hodgins joins us now. Hi, Ross. Hey, hello, everybody. How you doing? Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, well, so tell us, how did this come about? Did you, um, did who nominated you? 
Well, actually, it came out from a client that actually was in the store and had indicated to our receptionist, Marion, that, uh, boy, that's a pretty unique bathroom. You guys should enter that Facebook contest. So uh, <laughs> Marion actually spoke to Ashley in our account tables, and the girls kind of got talking. And, and I'm just going through the showroom that day, and, and uh, the girls go, hey, do you mind if we enter in this contest? I'm like, no, we'll have that. And I'm like, I didn't think anything about it. So <laughs> they, uh, the girls entered us and, and uh, off to the races and became one of the uh, five finalists for Canada uh, in the, in the uh, Synthasis Best uh, Restroom Competition. Uh, and uh, Canadians voted, and, and here we are, along the whole Canada's best restaurant. <laughs> you know, it, it's a funny thing. I know the the prize is product, uh, yeah. you know, to help stock the washroom, that kind of thing, which is nice. Uh, but you know, and, and not saying that you personally would think this way. I think everybody would think this way if they were in business. Is there a way to monetize this? I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you, you make know, money off this? You know, it's an interesting question. Uh, it, it kind of goes to the whole context of, of, of why we went to that extreme with the restroom, and, and that's the function of the customer's first impression. Uh, and it doesn't have to be just in the uh, sales area or the service area. It's kind of the whole experience. And, you know, oftentimes you'll go somewhere and you go for, for uh, a meal or something, and you go to the restroom, and you go, wow, that's a great-looking, that's an outstanding. Mm-hmm. Psychologically, that's a great experience, and, and that bodes well for your, your meal experience. And, and that's kind of the same energy we wanted with the with the restrooms and that kind of stuff by going to that extreme and, and tying it into the auto dealer experience in terms of the colors and the yeah. and the energy and, and, uh, and, you know, some of the awesome automation that exists in all vehicles these days. A lot of people don't think about um, energy when it comes to, or, or good energy, feel good energy when it comes to washrooms. But you know what, Ross, I have to agree with you. I'm a, I'm, I'm very picky when it comes to public washrooms. And um, I, the one thing that I, and I've seen the pictures of, of the, the bathroom at your dealership, it looks gorgeous, but you know what I love most about it? The touchless, you know, the hands-free doors. You don't have to touch a doorknob. You don't have to touch anything. That, to me, is just, just top-notch. Why'd you go that way? Uh, it's a product I saw somewhere along my travels, and I, I realized that same thing, you know, you're, uh, sometimes you're in a public restroom and the, the other individuals that are in there may or may not choose to wash their hands and they're leaving the door and you get to enjoy the doorknob or the door handle as, as you're exiting. And I thought, boy, wouldn't that be a neat thing if there was um, something that you could open the door with your foot, perhaps? Mm-hmm. And so, of course, you go online and you start looking up some ideas. And I came across a company called Steph and Paul uh, out of the U.S. And uh, I had at the time the Scott Builders was our, uh, our builder when we built the St. Albert Honda. And uh, I know MTA is the designer and the architect. And I said, guys, here's the ideas. And they're going, hey, right on. Let's take a look at it. And we were able to find a product that did, did exactly that. Oh. And, and it is a, it's a genius idea. I it's mean, brilliant. You know, obviously, we went, we went the traditional way of having uh, both the Dyson Air system and the, and the uh, automated paper so that people will still grab the, um, the paper and, and uh, you know, grab the door handle yep. if they want. There's a garbage can outside the, uh, outside the bathroom with um, automated hand sanitizer so you could go the traditional route but as this catches on people will understand you don't even have to go that route I mean so you don't have to come to St. Albert Honda and think geez I should be wearing a long sleeve shirt that day to open the door uh, you can enjoy some of the neat uh, technology and some of the neat ideas that are, that are there in the restroom you know I could just see your salesman on the floor now uh, talking to customers hey what do I have to do to put you in our new washroom today uh, <laughs> Hey, Ross, i got to ask, because uh, it's an honor that's come up before in Alberta, uh, White Court, 
Asso Superstation, and I think uh, there was one in Valley View, Shell Superstation, Super right? Yeah. And I got to be honest with you, I travel a lot, I drive a lot, and I'm on that highway. I stopped at both those places to see the washroom because I knew about <laughs> it, and I was just sure. curious. Uh, so have you, I mean, have you had people stop by who simply want to see the washroom? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, actually, matter of fact, one of the funny things when we were, uh, we partnered with the folks for Rock in August in St. Albert for the uh, Classic Car Show uh, in, in early August, and, and quite a few number of people, because the contest voting was happening at that time, <laughs> a number of people not only came to see the cars, but they came to see the restrooms. And so, <laughs> not, not to the point of putting up a rope or anything like that. <laughs> Uh, hey, you know what? We had we absolutely had a uh, a red carpet experience when they came into the dealership. I mean, why not? It's such a feel good, fun story. Yeah. Um, you know, once we once we understood what it was and the, and the different information uh, about it, we were really thrilled about it in terms of, of, of what opportunity was. You know, it's a it is a fun thing. And I, to people are Albertans. I think we are picky about our restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a big deal in terms. In, in my mindset, you know, I've certainly had a number of friends and, and certainly family that go, "Well, this is no surprise. You're somewhat of a bathroom aficionado." I'm like, I don't know if that's a compliment, but, uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, nonetheless, it's something that uh, you know I, I felt was super important for the customer's whole experience. Do you know? I think you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I remember the last time I shopped for a new car, and I had in mind what car I wanted. And when I went to the showroom, they gave me a coffee, which I know is uh, you don't have to admit to this, Ross, but oftentimes a car dealer will give you a hot coffee because. It takes you longer to drink it, and that gives them more time to tell you about their cars. But the the coffee was bitter, mm. and it's just an odd thing. Like I took one sip of it and was like, "Ugh," and it sort of puts you in a mood where you're mm-hmm. slightly less, you know, happy about being there. And when you're slightly less happy, you start questioning, <laughs> you know, well, wait a minute, yeah. what? Why do I have to get this treatment on the? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it goes, there's all kinds of signs, you know. I mean, even our we have residential type mugs in our customer lounge area, and they're, you know, a 14 ounce cup for a 12 ounce smoking hot drink. So that if you finish that before your vehicle is done servicing, boy, this is taking a long time. Then <laughs> all of a sudden you're you're going, hey, these guys are pretty fast. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm only halfway through my jug of coffee. Sure. If it doesn't taste good, well, you know, Marion's going to want to know that. Oh, my goodness. He definitely looks after that, for sure. Yeah, it definitely wasn't your dealership, so don't you worry. (laughs) Hey, Ross, uh, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Congratulations. It looks great. And, uh, you know, I'm glad you're having fun with it because, uh, well, it's fun, but it's also important to a lot of people out there as well. And uh, well done. Congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. Sincerely appreciate it. Uh, big shout out to Sintas Canada for putting it on, and and a big shout out to uh, Marion and Ashley for uh, having the courage uh, to put San Albert Honda in the uh, <laughs> running for Canada's best restroom. There 2018. you go. Awesome. Yeah, that's going up on the wall yeah. right there. Right. Uh, An award we'll never win here, by the way. Yeah. Just. Uh... <laughs> Well, there's always a bar to be raised. So yeah. I guess whatever your whatever your prerogative. Oh, thanks, Ross. Take it easy. Have a great weekend. You as well. Thanks the, very much. Happy Thanksgiving to you yeah, and your family. You betcha. That is uh, Ross Hodgins, the owner out there at St. Albert Honda, uh, where it was voted the best bathroom in the country. In the country, and it does look really nice. It's really yeah, nice. well, it is state of the art. That bad man. boy. Yeah. Hands free. That's just <laughs> awesome. 250 on this uh, feel-good Friday.
That's what we dubbed it. We did, and we, you know, we're telling uh, tales of uh, running into Oilers uh, and and others. Grand uh, Fear's on the show just after Grand Fear, and that's what got the conversation going. I know we've got a listener who wants to talk to us, but um, it's just funny. I think I've told this story before, but I, I've never really told the punchline to it. That Gretzky used to show up at uh, the Comedy Bowl, um, whatever that place was called. I can't remember Sunday nights. Um, I just can't remember the name, but he used to love going there. He loved comedy. So when he played here, he would go there, but he would always come in late after the crowd was in so nobody could see him. And then he would sit in the corner of the room. And so nobody would spot him and he didn't want to be a distraction Mm -hmm. to the show. So he would sit in the corner of the room and one of the comics, a friend of mine, huge fan said, I think Gretzky's sitting in the corner. And the others were like, yeah, he goes, he comes every Sunday night if he's in town. Because I want to meet him and, and go meet him. Like, he'll, he'll be fine, right? So we went over, but he was nervous, of course. Mm-hmm. He's walking towards Wayne Gretzky. So as he gets close to his table, he trips. And he had <laughs> drinks in his hand. And he was going to try and, you know, hey, yeah. I bought, you know. And he just splashes them on Gretzky. So he just walks over, splashes Gretzky with these drinks. And just, the, they freeze. And he goes, oh, my God, I am so sorry. And Gretzky goes, my fault for going in the corner. <laughs> Linda's on the phone with a story about Wayne. Hi, Linda. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. What's going on today? Well, I tell you, you, what you made it jolt into my mind was years and years ago, I managed a ladies' wear in Melbourne Mall. And Wayne was dating Vicky Moss. Yes. And I had her best friend working for me, and I can't for the life of me remember her name, of course. (laughs) But anyways... Vicky and Wayne came into the store one Saturday, and she tried on every single thing in that whole store that was in her size and would come out and show him. And in the end, he walked out after he paid with his credit card. (laughs) She walked out with probably about $600 worth of clothes. Well, sure. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> but it was so cute because he was so shy. He Every time she came out, he would get redder and redder. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so young. You know, it, one thing I should add, a few years later, I was working at Shaw Cable, and we had seats at, of course, the Oiler Games. And I took my mom because she adored Wayne Gretzky. And he was right up in the corner by us, and he swore the bad word. Oh. And I said, Mom, see, I told you he swears. She says, that was not him. Oh. I said, Mom, he was right in front of your face. She <laughs> says, that was not him. He did not say that word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. There you go. There you go. All Thanks, right. yeah. Thanks, Linda. <laughs> okay, take care. There you when, go. When, when you love someone, they can do no wrong. Exactly. Sidetrack Cafe. That's what the place oh, was called. Remember the, the sidetrack? Track. Yeah. Yeah, the sidetrack. Uh, yeah, I remember the sidetrack. Yeah. Um, some of your texts coming in. Um, walking down Jasper Avenue, followed Wayne into Walt's clothing closet. He signed autographs and asked if we wanted Eddie's too. We hadn't recognized Eddie Mio, but of course, <laughs> Wayne was gracious and introduced us. Um, this one, I remember being in David's on Argyle. Oh, yes, on New Year's Eve, and a bunch of Oilers showed up. They were all well-dressed, and some had their wives along, which are all dressed very well. The funniest part was Wes Montgomery 
sitting at the end of the table with a leather cowboy hat and a sweatshirt that didn't quite cover his belly. Wes was entertaining everyone at that time. Uh, this one says, you know, Louis DeBrusque's son Jake is very personable. He came up to play in a charity tournament in Slave Lake a year ago, spent as much time as people wanted talking about his upcoming rookie season and fishing and almost anything else folks wanted to discuss. For a 19 to a 20-year-old, a 19, 20-year-old, he stood out. It was very impressive. <laughs> oh, my gosh, these stories uh, coming in. Jalen and Andrew, uh, I listen to your show faithfully. Thank you for that, Brian YYC. I uh, formerly resided in the Grove, playing left wing for Grant's dad, Bob, on the Spruce Grove Old Timers for 16 years. I've known Grant since he was a youngster. It's always been great to see him and speak with him. Hmm. Love it. Great stories, you guys. Um... About four or five years ago, my wife and I went to a preseason game that most of the starting lineup players weren't playing. I spotted where the Oilers were sitting, and then five minutes before the game ended, we went over and waited for the Oilers to come down the long stairs from the roof at Rexall. Finally, they started coming down. Smitty came down, talked to us for five minutes, signed our jerseys. Nurse, I must have had ten minutes uh, of a conversation with him. Then Nuge came down and talked with us for a few minutes and signed our jerseys. But we were really looking forward to getting signatures and possible talking with Hall and Eberly. When they finally came down the stairs, they said they had no time and walked past everyone. Goes to show you the difference between some players and their interactions with fans. Smitty always had time for fans. Yeah, it is true. But, you know, in defense of those two, you don't know what else is going on before that, right? Yeah, that's true. Because I, I see from time to time, yep. somebody will tell me that I completely ignored them mm-hmm. somewhere or whatever. Yep. I don't even remember the interaction or, you know. Well, it's tough when you're getting pulled in a, in a bunch of different directions. directions. I yeah. mean, there's it's it's one thing if there's maybe one person standing there, if there's, mm-hmm. you know, a whole bunch, depending on how the day has, has gone as, as well. And you know what? Sometimes... Yeah, probably. I, I know. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and and some people probably won't like this, but you got to think that sometimes for these guys and for movie stars and for singers and any sort of entertainers, that sometimes you just want to be left alone. Yeah, for sure. And, you and know, I get that, you yeah. know, we buy the tickets to to the shows and all of that, yeah. but sometimes it's Jerome McGinley was uh, one of those guys who was so gracious with autographs. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Spruce Grove Boy, or, or is that Fuhrer? I think he might be a St. Albert Boy, um, but played for the Flames for many years, captain of the Grant's team. from Spruce. Yeah, there you go. So uh, he would, he, another comedy fan, and he would often, oh, so is Smitty, by the way, mm. um, used to come to the club on the north side all the time, but um, f- Jerome McGinley would sign anything you wanted him to sign, to the point where you knew at some point he was going to show up at the club, so you just had jerseys ready for him, right? And he came out, sure enough, shows up at the club. We've got the jerseys ready, again, yep. for the Life for Cancer benefit. And uh, he, we waited for him to go to the washroom. And when he did, you know, a couple of us standing there, hey, you know, Jerome, any way we get you to sign these? But he was with his wife. And, and, mm. and again, this is, I don't want to, his wife was like, look, he gets thousands of these requests. We're out for the evening. We really Just wanna don't want to be bothered, mm-hmm. right? And I said, I understand. And she was like, write him off his website, get hold, you know, we're like, fine. So they go to the wash, go back to the room. We start packing the jerseys up. He comes out of the room like he's like he's just a break, break and enter. Like he just comes out. He goes, you got those jerseys? Yeah. He goes, here, give them to me. Signed them and went back in the room again. I think the rule was, I think at some point his wife told him, you got to stop saying yes to everything. He was like, okay, honey. And then it would have yes, bugged Yes, honey. Him. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.